He said, yeah, I'm recovering from open heart surgery. Um, where are you and are you married? I said, well, I'm a teacher in Kurdish Iraq and no, I'm not married. And, and he basically said, let's see if we can make it work this time. Let's be bold. Hi, this is Rich Vicini. I'm a graduate of Cal College in 1972. Elisa Lightborn, graduate of Cowell College, 1974. Lisa was this delightful freshman who had a beautiful and gentle air about her. Well, Rich was the RA across the quad, and I was a measly freshman. He was the guy who started the free bus service to campus. So he was pretty famous, and he was also the guy who changed laundry every Monday night. And to flirt, he would kind of throw the laundry at me. <laughs> this was the late 1960s. There's a lot of social unrest. Every spring we went on strike. Uh, there were no grades at UCSE at the time. There are a lot of really, really bright people there. Lisa definitely caught my eye, and... And the Cowwalls was a, an institution that they did every month or so, and it was a, a formal waltz in the, in the dining room. Uh, this one waltz I went to, and she was there, and I'd, I'd known her briefly. And it was just a delightful time. We waltzed together, and I remember walking her home, to you know, which is all, all, all the way to the dorm, <laughs> and kissing her on the steps. Yeah, at one point I took a basket and, and draped it over the lounge window above her dorm room and, and dropped a basket full of notes to her uh, when she was studying. I think it was something like, let's please be together or let's go for a real date. Well, I really liked Rich a lot and found him very attractive. But I had another steady boyfriend all through college. So I was flattered and interested, but sort of unavailable. We had gone to a Julian Bream concert, which is a classical guitarist. And I remember spending time with her in my dorm room afterwards. And we were very close. But what happened was that I think at the next Monday night when it was time to do the laundry, she came by and she presented me with a check. And it was a check written on the Cal College Love Bank for an indeterminate amount of love in the future. And so it was a very, very classy Dear John letter. In my, my late teens, I did write some poetry. I had a book of it, and I put it at the back of the book, and it stayed there for 39 years. After UCSC, I went to Jamaica, became a teacher there. After graduating, I stayed in public transit, got some jobs over the hill in, in the Menlo Park area. Married a Jamaican, had several children, went to Saudi Arabia, taught there, moved back to Seattle and went to graduate school, started my own company as a corporate writer, ended up on Whidbey Island as a college professor. I moved into corporate finance. I got married and I had two kids and then got divorced. I also was divorced and one day my son, who was then 19, said, Mom, if you could do anything in the world, what would it be? I said, oh, I'd teach overseas again. So he said, well, why don't you do it? 
And one Friday night, I sent out five resumes to places that I couldn't have even found on the map. Uh, the more exotic, the better, like Surabaya and Fujian and Uzbekistan. And half an hour later, 10.30 at night, I got a call saying, we'd like to interview you right now. Six or eight weeks later, I had rented my house and found a place for my son to live, and I was on a plane to Erbil in northern Iraq. The teaching job in Iraq was really hard, but I also had time to do things like look on Facebook. And so I looked on Facebook, and I saw a post there on Rich's page, and it was something like, um, we're all praying for your speedy recovery. I thought, oh, that looks serious. And even though we hadn't been in contact for decades, I um, Facebooked him and said, what's going wrong? Are you okay? He said, yeah, I'm recovering from open heart surgery. Um, where are you and are you married? We started Skyping each other at least once a day. But soon after we contacted each other, he sent me an email with an attachment and I opened it and I looked at it and thought, gee, that handwriting looks kind of familiar. And then I recognized it as my own handwriting and I started screaming and laughing because it was the rain check. And he basically said, okay, girl, time to pay up. <laughs> oh, it was so much fun. <laughs> you know, by then we we really started to to, to feel a, a really really strong connection. I didn't know if she remembered it or not, and it was just so much fun to to call her on it. So she a couple years ago she she came back to the United States and uh, we started living together in Santa Cruz. And on my 65th birthday, we were on a bike bike trip in in Italy and um, she proposed to me. And, you know, and it was, it was probably appropriate that she proposed to me because I've been chasing this woman for many, many decades. <laughs> and so uh, I, of course, said yes. I say that our life together now is calm and respectful and fun and full of new kinds of discoveries all the time. Like, we both volunteer a lot. We're looking for ways to give back to the world together. Our kids like each other. We have five kids between us. We, Lisa's a very, very caring person about you know about the world and about about those around her. And I think that we share that as a guiding principle. Also, knowing someone that you've known for for this long of a time and have learned to appreciate the journeys that we have both been on, which are very different. Well, I'd like to add that I think sharing a history together, it's like a firm foundation, and it just feels really, really good. We can crack jokes about Cowell or the 60s and 70s, and we both get it. Alisa Lightborn has written an award-winning novel inspired by the Kurdish women she met in Iraq. It's titled The Kurdish Bike, 
Learn more by visiting thekurdishbike.com.